Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of The Wedding Wombat. Firstly, I'd like to apologise for there being no Wedding Wombat episode on the 10th. How slack. I guess it's pretty nice, pretty unusual this year to be really busy with weddings. So it's been a lovely surprise to have a number of weddings pretty much back to back over the last few weeks. And uh, and after such a quiet period of, with coronavirus, um, it's great to be back into the swing of of things, um, trotting around the countryside, performing incredible weddings for my amazing couples. Uh, so it's uh, we had a little departure from the uh, the usual schedule um, in just in the last with the last episode, but we're back on track and here we are for another episode of the Wedding Wombat, and it's a good one today as we're discussing whether or not it is a good idea to have a rehearsal. Often couples ask me, and today you're going to hear my answer here on The Wedding Wombat. The Wedding Wombat is an Australian-based wedding podcast to give you ideas, things to consider, and interesting perspectives on all things wedding. My name is Margie McCumstey, and as a civil celebrant and MC with Metamorphous Ceremonies, I love my job and am passionate about celebrating love in meaningful, memorable, and magical ways. I acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. I pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Here on The Wedding Wombat, we will sniff out the wedding options, dig out the latest trends, claw out and question traditions to see if they're relevant, and burrow down to discover amazing ideas to help you plan your wedding. It really can be fun, real, and a true celebration of you and the love you share. So welcome to The Wedding Wombat. It's time for us to chat. Welcome to another episode of The Wedding Wombat. And yes, that's right. Today we're talking about rehearsals. What goes on at a wedding rehearsal and whether it is necessary. Now, it really depends <laughs> on a number of things. Mostly, my answer is yes, it's a great idea. But it really does depend on a number of things. So, um, it depends on your venue and um, what music you're having. There's so many things to consider really with the entry and whether it is important to you. Now, sometimes, uh, especially with some of the micro weddings I've done and smaller weddings during coronavirus, there hasn't been a need to have a rehearsal because, you know, there isn't a long aisle or they're not having an aisle. They're walking themselves together down the aisle um, or there's no bridal party involved. And so the need for a rehearsal is really diminished. But generally, a rehearsal is a fantastic idea, especially if you have a larger bridal party. So um, there's a number of reasons for this. And the main one comes down to choreography. And that is that if you want the, um, the entry, which is part of the whole spectacle of having a wedding, I guess, to be on point, then you want to make sure that you've practiced it a little bit. 
And it's very easy for um, people who aren't used to being in the spotlight um, to practically run down the aisle. <laughs> so I've seen many a bridesmaid um, almost trot down the aisle to me uh, just to get out of the spotlight. And, uh, and so it is a good idea to practice um, the pace, uh, how to walk, um, and, uh, and if there's children involved, for them to have an understanding of what's going to happen. Now, the deal with kids is this. <laughs> kids will be kids. Children will do whatever children will do, especially if they're younger children. We can show them what to do. We can explain how it's going to work. We can make them feel familiar with it. Uh, but then on the day, they could chuck a tanty halfway th down the aisle and throw all the flowers on the ground and run off in an opposite direction. They might pelt the ring cushion uh, at Auntie Grace. Um, they uh, might climb out of the cart that's being wheeled along. There's so many things that can happen. And really, that's part of the fun and the magic of the day. And you just have to go with it. When it comes to kids, they are not necessarily going to do what you expect them to do. And you know what? That's okay. <laughs> now, when it comes to rehearsals, I always suggest that we do it um, either the day before or a couple of days before or a week before. And usually around the same time that the wedding ceremony is going to be, if possible. Now, it's not always possible and that's fine too. But if we can do it around the same time, then we can look at things like light, temperature, sight lines. So we can look at, you know, where the light is. Um, if you're going to be looking straight into the sun, for instance, um, and how things are going to be, um, how things are going to be for the wedding day itself. Um, where the bridal party the, um, the bridesmaids who are going to come down the aisle, where they're going to stand to sort of hide themselves away from all the guests before they come down, um, how long it takes to walk down the aisle. And then in terms of the choreography with the song, we're looking at things like how long the song goes for. Now, I had a couple who um, they wanted Nothing Else Matters, um, which is a long song. And they did not have a big bridal party and they did not have a rehearsal. Consequently, uh, the entire bridal party, including the bride, were already up to me and the groom before the song had even started, like the singing had actually even started. So, you know, do I leave it and we played through the next seven minutes of singing with us all standing there looking at each other? No, I just faded the music off. But they didn't actually have any of the lyrics being sung because they did not have a rehearsal. Now, I did suggest they have a rehearsal. I suggested that they wait until the lyrics started singing and that we just have the music and they come down when they hear the chorus starts. But... That's not how things happened. They were eager to get there, excited, got out of the car and trotted straight down the aisle. And look, these things happen. Uh, it's not the end of the world, but if you've been dreaming of your princess moment, you've been dreaming of um, the walk down the aisle, then you want it to be perfect. And it can be, but it needs a little bit of preparation first. Now, I am really, really great at choreographing the walk down the aisle. It's kind of something I absolutely love to do <laughs> and and I'm not going to be humble here. I'm really good at it. Um, you know, I have a Bachelor of Arts in with a double major in theatre studies. 
Um, I've been a dancer, um, so um, you wouldn't know what to look at me, but um, but yeah, I I understand how understand how to choreograph something for maximum effect. Now, um, I had a wedding on the weekend, uh, actually Friday last week, and we did a practice run the day before, and because we had done that practice. We did things like I had the bride stop at the top of the stairs to um, to have a moment where I could then say to the groom to turn around to look at your bride. Um, and so she had this extra moment before she walked down. We had it timed to perfection so that as she was coming down and then got into position that um, that her dad shook the groom's hand um, she gave dad, she gave her flowers to her um, her maid of honor um, gave dad a hug and a kiss and then turned back to the groom that was as the final note was happening so it really was just spot on um, a week before I was up in Wingham and had a, an amazing wedding up there and I thought there was I'm pretty sure when we discussed it there was the bride and she had three bridesmaids but as it turned out we had a bride and I, so I choreographed it in my mind I had it all planned out for that but when I got there to the rehearsal we had a bride we had four bridesmaids uh, a flower girl and two page boys so a little bit of change to um, the order and how to move everybody down and but we still had it so that it could be perfect same thing so that at the final notes the bride was moving into position with her fella ready to start the ceremony so it's those little things that make a really big difference in terms of the um the drama I guess <laughs> of the ceremony um so so that's the main reasons that you want to really um have a rehearsal before the day itself so um there are some others as well and I'm going to touch on those in today's top five the top five reasons to have a wedding rehearsal so number one is for light so yes light is important you want to make sure that you're not going to be look, staring straight into the sun the whole time, that your guests aren't going to be staring into the sun um, so that we know, you know how, how things are going to be on the day. Um, we might need to angle things slightly or um, change our position slightly, work out what's going to be best in terms of that. Um, so number two is where to stand. Now, traditionally... The, uh, the groom, if you're having a, um, uh, if it's a straight marriage, then the groom is standing on the right-hand side as the guests are looking at the front. Um, the, the groom stands on the right-hand side and the bride stands on the left-hand side. And, you know, we can mix that up. We can do things differently. We can do whatever you want, really. Um, but traditionally, that is how it works. But then I have bridesmaids and groomsmen that ask, well, how are we going to see the ceremony? Are we just standing all in a straight line? And if there is room, then absolutely, I have no issue with the bridal party uh, coming forward slightly on an angle so that they can see everything that's happening. And so it's good to be able to practice where to stand. 
The other thing is, is that often you'll have a junior bridesmaid who has to walk down the aisle first and then she has to know, well, where do I stand once I get up there? Because she goes off to the left and she's the only one up there at that point and she's not quite sure where to stand. So it's really good to be able to practice for her so that she feels comfortable about knowing where to go, where to stand. And so then each person can come, stand in the correct position so that everybody ends up where they're meant to be. Do I recommend having the groom and all the groomsmen there? Look, it really depends. Um, It's not essential. It's not a bad idea to have the groom there. But as far as all the groomsmen go, um, really, they're just going to be standing there and I can whip them into shape on the day. All right, so number three is how to walk. And look, it's not so much how to walk, like I don't go back to basics of, you know, heel and toe, but more so the speed at which you walk. So listening to the music, understanding the tempo and having a speed that is not like a race down the aisle. (laughs) So that's number three, how to walk down the aisle for maximum effect. All right, number four in our top five reasons to have a wedding rehearsal is for us to be able to choreograph the songs effectively. Sometimes a, um, a couple will want to have a song for the, the bridesmaids to walk down and then a separate song for the bride to walk down. Um, sometimes the couple, if it's a same-sex marriage, then the couple might both be walking in or walking in separately or walking in from opposite directions and that all needs to be coordinated and um, to be able to do it with the music so that they're both arriving at the big crescendo or at the end or um, uh, at some pivotal piece in the music is just extraordinary. All right, and number five, and this one is really important too, is just for people to feel reassured. So um, this is to be reassured about the children and their involvement or and to give reassurance to them and also reassurance just for yourself, for nerves, um, for knowing how things are going to go tomorrow. Um, and also if you um, are an introvert or suffer with um, or struggle with any sort of anxiety um, and, you know, just to be able to see where the venue, how the ceremony is going to take place, um, that, you know, you walk along here, then you go around the tree and then you walk up here and then you stop there for a second and then you walk forward and then you go off to the right or you go off to the left or whatever, just so that you know where you're going and what you're doing so that tomorrow or in a week's time, um, or whenever you're having your wedding, that it's not all foreign and new to you and you're not making it up on the spot. You're going, okay, I've been here. I know what I'm doing. The celebrant knows what she's up to. um, And, you know, we're good to go. And it's one less thing to stress about on the big day. Because we don't want you having stresses or worries on that day. It's going to be an exciting and special day. And... Um, how to walk, where to walk, when to walk. Uh, Who has time to worry about that? Well, we do at a rehearsal, but not on the big day. Let's do it at a rehearsal. Now, if you choose not to have a rehearsal, then don't worry. It'll all be fine. We'll make it special. And I'll give you a few quick pointers. We'll work out when to go and we'll just make it work. 
Um, usually, if, um, if you have a look at the song, you can have an idea or I can email you a suggestion as to when to leave, when to walk down the aisle. Um, and uh, yeah, we can, we can still do it without having a rehearsal. It's just always going to be better if you have had one. So there you go. That's the top five reasons why a rehearsal is a fabulous idea. <laughs> the Wedding Wombat comes out on the 10th, 20th and 30th of each month and you're invited to listen in and share it with your friends. Did you know that a group of wombats is called a wisdom? Subscribe to The Wedding Wombat, leave us a review, or contact me directly with your questions or answers to margie at metamorphous.com.au or message me through Facebook on my page, Metamorphous Ceremonies. My contact details are in the show notes. All right, now, our Wedding Wombat wisdom for this episode comes from Clark Peters. And Clark said that you need to make mistakes in rehearsal because that's how you find out what works and what doesn't. I'm Margie from Metamorphous Ceremonies and uh, your host here at the Wedding Wombat. If you'd like to contact me to have a chat about your wedding ceremony and we can schedule a rehearsal in at the same time, feel free to give me a call on 0424 041212 or flick me an email margie at metamorphous.com.au. That's M-E-T-A-M-O-R-P-H-I-S. Metamorphous.com.au. Come and see me on Facebook. Well, I'm happy to have a chat anytime and uh, I'd love to chat to you about your wedding and what you've got planned to make your day special, meaningful, memorable and magical. Thanks again for listening to The Wedding Wombat and I will chat to you again at Halloween. Ooh. Bye for now, friends, and I'll chat to you next time on The Wedding Wombat.